mic check, uh, blunt check, the audio interface, everything yeah, sounding everything good. Everything sounds pretty good. Stand check. Go. All right, everything looking ready. I know. I think we're ready to start. But uh, all right. Yo, where the fuck this nigga Josh at? <sighs> I have no idea. He's been gone for a good ass fucking minute. Too. Josh. What you doing? Oh my God! This nigga what? always takes wait, 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 wait. get ready. Wait, what did he just say? Wait. I said I'm you doing said my head. You bald bitch. Yo, what? <laughs> Yo, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't what? have no hair. Whatever. Well, no, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's braiding his scalp, y'all. What you mean you doing your hair? Let me do my fucking hair. <laughs> oh my God! Give me five minutes. Yeah. Get your ass up out of here, because I didn't see what the fuck you doing. We could read the future on your head. What you doing? What are you doing? Now I got half my head with shaving cream. I'm not even done shaving my fucking head, because y'all niggas want to fucking rush me. You know what? It is what it is. I'm doing this episode like this. Half shaved. Fuck it. (laughs) Yo, I'm sorry. Nah, go shave your head, bro. You looking crazy right now. Thank you. Now you looking nuts. You got patches on you. Oh, shit. But was the shaving cream necessary? That's much. He's just being extra. I'm just mad he said he's doing his hair. Like, you ain't doing no hair, bro. You're doing your head. You're doing your scalp, bitch. Word. What hair you doing? You know what we on. Come to the BX. You got a reflex. We see low and bosh and neighbor on the set. We doing something. Over discussions. The podcast about nothing. Yo, what is going on, people? Welcome to the podcast about nothing. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, amazing I am people. one of your hosts, CeeLo, here with my fellow co-host. It's your boy, Avon. And it's your boy, Bosh. And yo, welcome. What's going on, y'all? So, this episode that we're going to talk about today is, uh, let me let me say a story behind this. So, we was thinking about a couple things real quick, and we was just like, yo. Yes, after Josh's hair incident. <laughs> yo, so we was talking, we was I just like. I got it done, though. They gave me time to get it done, so I appreciate that. I, yo. Thank you, guys. Bro, don't say you're doing your hair. That's very misleading. Man, you know what I mean. Stop playing yourself. I have no idea what you mean. Yeah, like, that's what crazy. You doing? What? That's crazy. All right. I guess it says John Cena. <laughs> Uh, dad joke. Patty. That was a horrible joke. <laughs> that was a horrible <laughs> ass dad joke. <laughs> Your dad would not say that joke. I'm sorry. Yes, he would. Maybe he wouldn't. I'm sorry, dad. That was a Bob joke, guys. That was a Bob <laughs> joke. What the fuck is a Bob joke? Don't worry about it. Anyway, what brought us here? Sorry. I'm so, so we sorry. were talking, guys, and we mm-hmm. were just like, yo, we some funny motherfuckers, mm-hmm. but we ain't comedians. No. I don't know about y'all, but I ain't a comedian. I'm not either, to be honest. No, not at all. So we was thinking, we was just like, yo, this episode right here, let's talk about something a little bit more um, on the deeper thinking side of things, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. So we were just thinking about a couple things, and we realized that not only ourselves, but you know, the peers of our generations, we have an issue with fronting a lot, if that makes sense. Ooh, 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 talk about And what I mean by fronting a lot is... More so talking about, you know, basically saying, like, you're in a situation or you're going through something and you kind of act like you're this strong-ass person where you're, you could just go through anything and, you know, it don't affect you. And it's like, nah, that shit is affecting you. Mm-hmm. Or whatever situation you're in and you're acting like you're over it. And it's just like, nah, you're not over it. 
Are you? Are you really though? Are you? You're not over it. Are you really though? No. I see if no, don't tell me you are. No, I know. No. You're not. Oh damn. Oh damn. I'm talking to myself. Oh damn, it's going this way. Yo, y'all niggas is crazy, bro. Who you chose violence? You chose violence. Okay. Yeah, we was trying to be serious this episode. I don't know about two A bomb. Alright. Damn. So anyway, wait, yeah, we was really thinking about it and talking mm-hmm. about it, and we was just like, yo, I don't know about y'all, but I've definitely been in a couple situations where I had to look at myself, and it's just like, damn, I got to stop fucking around and acting like shit is all okay and shit like that. I got to give myself time to process a couple situations or, you know, really be honest with myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Honestly, it really does. So... How about you guys? How do you how did you guys feel after that last conversation we had talking about this? <clears throat> so um when I thought about this, to me the first thing that popped up into my head was trust issues. Um mm. I feel like that's one thing that I try to hide or try to deny that I don't have. And you know, I feel like lately I've been <laughs> catching myself. You know, just trying to figure <laughs> out, you know what, you're really not over it cuz you can tell people yeah, I trust you, but do you really? So, you know, that's like a battle that I, you know, that I'm battling deep down inside. Um, something that I'm not really over, but I want to, you know, get over it. Not really get over it because I don't think you can, but like more deal with it and maneuver around it. What do you mean, though? Are you talking about trust issues when it comes to people? Yeah, yeah. Talking- when it comes to relationships with people in general, like trusting what they say. Do you trust me? Motherfucker, <laughs> I'm out here with you guys, right? I'm being vulnerable with you guys, right? You don't trust I trust me. you. I trust you. Sometimes you sounding like a closed door, Josh. That's crazy. You need to let me in. You better say pause after that. One. <laughs> Yo, <pause. laughs> you better say pause after that one, boy. Yo, my bad, son. I wild out <laughs> with that one. I'm sorry. Nah, but yeah, I feel like trust. I feel like a lot of people have trust issues. So this is yeah. something like very, very common that a lot of people deal with. Uh, but I've been good. I've been, I've been chilling. I've been more honest. You know, if I don't trust somebody, I ask more questions. I feel like that kind of like helps a little bit. So how about you guys? Mm. Hmm. You know, it, it's really, um, it's a very uh, complexing like conversation because there's a lot of ways you could think about being like over something. Um I think the first thing that comes to... I think I was really tested this year. I was honestly really tested this year in How regards so? to being, like, over it or something. My overness was tested this year. Mm. <laughs> you you know? thought you were over it, but because, it was like, like um, I'm going to yeah. test you real quick yeah. to see if you are over it. Yeah. Gotcha. So okay. I don't really have a um, good relationship with my father's mother um Argo my grandma like I don't really have a good um, relationship with her uh I lived with my grandma for three years from age 11 to the age of 14 and um she was very very rude to me she's just this you know she was this old decrepit lady from Honduras um you know she actually put a wedge between me and my dad's relationship I'm still cool with my with my pops I love him to death, but growing up, that was really hard because, like I said, I was uh, I was from 11 to um, 14. Those are the prominent years of, like, adolescence and stuff like that. Um, 
which drove me into a really dark, dark depression. Even after I moved out, try to connect with her, and this, she just still didn't connect. So, <clears throat> you know, I've always told my dad at some point. I always said like, I forgive her. I forgive her, and I thought that was Do you. No, but here's the thing. Um, I thought that was the battle. I thought that that once you forgive, the battle's over. But it's deep. like, Talk about it. keep talking, keep talking. It's not, it doesn't end with just forgiveness. And I'm learning that, you know, cause it's like, I forgive you, but am I over it? And this year, um, my grandma ended up really sick. She was very sick in the hospital. Um, she ended up getting cancer. My dad was like, I want y'all to go visit her. Want all y'all to go visit her, and I'm like, I don't really want to go visit her. I just rather not like see her, cause you know, I still get like anxiety sometimes when I look at her. <laughs> so, you know, my dad would just be like, Yo, why don't you go see her? You don't go see her. I'm just like, I just rather not see her. Like, I really like, you know. And I eventually found out that she was, um, she survived. So I'm like, oh, she's good. So I don't even need to go see her. But my dad's like, you couldn't go see her for me. And I'm just like, yo, I just don't. And I was talking to, I remember I was talking to Josh and Chris. And I said, but I forgive her, though. They said, but do, do you really, though? I'm like, I do. I just don't want to go see her. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with her. You Make know? sure you realize forgiveness like, is more complicated than you think. Yeah. Correct. Yes. Because it's like, it's different, you know, if usually if this is, you know, family that you choose, which is your friends and stuff, you cut them off, it's done. You don't have to deal with it. Like, you're out of my life. Unfortunately, this is a, a person, this is... It's your dad's mother. You know? So it's just like, I just found myself in just this situation where like, am I really over, like, over it? And I feel like... um. That they had like I like I always felt like I'm over it because I feel like I don't like I honestly feel like I don't really have any hate in my heart towards her, but it's like I just rather not be around her. <laughs> so it's I always can honestly just, feel that I'm not even going. To hold it's you, just bro. always I been do. like this thing, and I just feel like you know I'm not like my mom, and that's the reason why I forgave my grandma because I don't want to be do like mean? my mom. Um, like you know, like. My mom has this really like she never got along with my mom either. Oh, you getting so, into more detail? Yeah, so it's crazy. No. The way she, the 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 type of hate she has, I didn't want to have that either. I'm like, I don't think that's healthy, you know. But my mom, it's understandable. Like she's been really bad to my mom too. So, you know. But I was always questioning, like, am I over it? You know. Like, so, so I guess to, to go deeper with that question, just to tag on to Junior's statement, or Abon, I'm sorry. Mm. Um, do you really have to really get over things? Like when it comes to situations like that, because like that's something deep and hard to really like let go or to like honestly avoid. Well, so it's like, how do you maneuver thing, and around and, and it? And here's my thing. My thing is like it's that. like if it's not affecting your personal life. Like, if this is something, like, if there's a problem that you're getting over and you feel something, like me, even if I, I feel this way, it's never, like, really consumed me because I'm, like, the feelings I have towards her or not wanting to be around my grandma isn't really affecting my overall perspective on life. Like, I'm not going to, you know, there are older, you know, women that that remind me of my grandma. I'm not going to judge them. So, I'm, like, it's, 
ultimately not affecting my life, so I'm okay. good. But it is affecting my life as in the relationship I have between me and my dad. So that's when it still just draws me back in. Because, you know, it's still... Now, if you have an issue and it's not affecting your life with other people in your life, then... Because, you know, my thing is, I did have a trip. And I'm talking about an actual acid trip. And I thought you're always about, talking about acid trips when you're talking about trips. But I talk. I thought about yeah. <laughs> no, but I yeah. thought of. I thought nine of, times out of ten times, Avon is talking about trips. No, I'm not. Trips. Not nine times. Okay, yeah. When I say trip, okay, yeah. true. Um, I'll say physical. I'll put physical trip. But anyway, <laughs> crazy. Um, I, I feel like I'm 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 going on a little too much, but I will end it on this <laughs> that um. I'm waiting for CeeLo to speak and all that, but it's okay. I'm not because you know. No, we'll this. get back to my point. We're gonna take it back to my my trip because I I want that to be the closing point. Honestly, okay, that no, that that's perfect. So yeah, hold on to that. Yeah, I'll hold on to that. But you Chris, know. you go. Got you, got you. So one thing that I'm that I'm not over yet that I thought I was. Um. So there's a saying that you know when you grow up and shit like that, there's just less things you just stop giving a fuck about. You kind of see like the more important things in life. Am, am I right or wrong? Like, I've heard that before, right? Yeah. Yes. So, for me, um, I come from a very family-oriented back- background, even though, you know, my family's a little split up when you think about it. But um, going from a family-oriented place and, you know, kind of just making the decisions I made in my life and going the route that I that I took it's a little bit different and you know it kind of rubs people the wrong way mm-hmm. especially you know family members you know people that you've been around most of your life and honestly I I, I thought I was comfortable with all the decisions I made in my life mm. and kind of just taking the paths I've taken mm. and all this shit like that but um, it kind of sucks because you know the people that you really want to understand where you're coming from and really want to understand why is it that you kind of had to make the decisions you had to make and they're still kind of like, nah, we're not rocking with you type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, It might sound a little bit confusing, but my situation right now is that, you know, I kind of just went my separate way when it came to, like, my family and stuff like that. Like, the route I took and, you know, the decisions I made has put me in a, you know, in a, in a very uh, isolated island and shit like that away from mm. everybody and stuff. And, you know. Usually when you make decisions like that, you want people to really understand you and, you know, really understand that, yo, I didn't do this out of malice. I didn't do this, you know, to to be an asshole. I didn't do this to forget anybody. Mm -hmm. You kind of realize that certain decisions in your life, you need to pick yourself. Yeah. And you need to um, sometimes do do what's best for you. And if you don't make that decision, man, it's going to cost you. Like, Mm -hmm. for real, for real. So That's deep. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was one of those uh, situations where it's like, if I didn't pick myself at the moment... I would be in a very costly situation. So mm. I, I made the decision to, you know, stray away and stuff like that. Not trying to say anything about my family because, you know, my family is wonderful. They're amazing. Everybody out there has been... Everybody in my family really got it out the mud. I can honestly say that. They got it out the mud. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they kind of sometimes forget that people were in the mud with them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why they kind of low-key don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. I always hear a lot that I... I, I was I was born with like a silver spoon type shit, but mm. shit, I got it out the mud too. Keep it a buck, yo. I grew up Section Eight housing. I grew up in 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 some fucked up situations, and you know, a lot of people would would vouch for me in in that regard. But you know, a lot of people kind of overlooked that because of worse situations they've been in. Mm-hmm. So, I guess for me, 
I'm just really trying to be, get comfortable with the fact that not everybody going to really understand where you're coming from and the decisions you make and what you do. And you kind of have to coexist and live with that sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Like for real, for real. You're going to have to really just be like, regardless of people that you mm-hmm. want to understand, don't understand exactly. you. You got to push forward type shit. I want, yep, got you. I'm definitely going to piggyback on that thought again. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much it. I It kind of sounded confusing the way I was explaining it. Did you yeah. guys understand what I was yeah, telling you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's basically like you're, you're, not over, you're not over the fact that some family don't really agree with all the decisions that, that he's made. making. Or they that pretty he's much. Made. Are they not really trying to understand? Type gotcha. Thing? Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense. I love ya. I love ya. My brothers, my sisters, my cousins, love ya all. But you know, sometimes we don't see some. eye to I eye. Yeah, not going cap I like we do. I said some. I said some. You know. No, I mean I love them all to pieces. <laughs> of course. But um, nah, yeah, bro. Some and honestly, like I said, you, there's just some things in life that you kind of have to really be honest with yourself. And it's just like I can't just ignore this. I can't get over it because that's what I did for a while. I was just like. I don't really give a fuck. Like, I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Going to mm-hmm. keep making decisions I'm making. Going to move the way I move. And, you know, at the end, you know, sometimes it, it does hurt a little bit. It's just like, damn, I really don't got you. I really don't got y'all with me, especially with the plans and the ambitions that I have. Like, y'all really not here to, to join me at my table type shit. Mm. So, I think it's really important that we're just really honest about these type of things because, uh, it's like we're in the time of social media and putting up a front and all this stuff is so uh, important. You just see people just move and it's like there's certain things like like there's certain things that are happening that you're not over. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you I know we all have that one friend, you know, here and there who's like who like you see somebody where they're getting in, in a, like dramatic relationship. They moving on to the next, and it's like you were just with that person. It's like why are you calling people out? I'm not calling. Yeah. What's wrong with you? I'm not calling people. Say their ads. Say their ads. Damn. No, I'm joking. Don't but it, no, because it's like it's a very common thing within our no, like yeah, our generation. Definitely. Period. Like it's not even you know a lot of people so. just a lot of loners out here. You know, like no, I'm good. It's like are you are you really good? Are you bro? really good? You know, yeah, come on, guys. You guys know that every time somebody really asks you, you're okay, and honestly, and you're not okay, you're like, Yeah, I'm straight, you're not straight, right? It's, it's, I think the key is just to be, um, honest with yourself. And if there are certain areas that that your life is affected by due to what you've been through, you have to be very, very honest with yourself, and um, you know, I feel like as a growing up, very like as a kid. Um, I worked in a youth group, so at very early in my life, I've always had to really tell my story and tell kids all around me what I was going through. And um, a lot of people are just like, yo, why are you talking about this? Like, you don't need to really talk about this. And, you know, at times I would think to myself, you know, I really don't need to talk about this, but I just feel this urge to tell you whatever. You know, I was telling people that, like, I was depressed that I tried to kill myself. Like it was, and it happened like a year, like two years. Like I was living with my grandma when I was in that youth group. It was the darkest times of my life. And I'm still telling my story, like, oh, and but doing that 
gave me an opportunity to really nah, look tough, yo, for real. on the outside of my struggle. So very early in my life, I was very open to what I've been through. No, that's amazing. You know, and that's kind of therapeutic in a way yes, too. Because you're, like, you're growing expressing up, it has, yourself. Because, yeah, yeah. Because I was like 16 doing yeah, that. Yeah. It's kind of like venting it's really too. Really, you know, gave me people gotta be comfortable really being more open with yes, themselves. Yes, it's to keep really, it above. you know. And I was, I, I'm gonna be honest. Very early on in my life, I was very honest with my traumas. I was very open with my traumas that I went through, and doing that has really like that's amazing helped me. You get what I'm saying, and um. You know, like I said, it's just really about being honest with yourself. You know, like you have to know, like, this is what I went through and this is how, like, I'm affected. And honestly, like, I'm really not, like, that cool. You know, like, if you really have, like, a crazy, you know, opinion about a bunch of uh, a certain group of people, you have an opinion about a certain group of people that because one person in that group did something to you. It's like, you're not over it. You're not over that event. Correct. Like, if you think all people who's like this because that person that did one person that did to that. you, yeah. you know, you're not, really you're not over it. it. If you're spiritual and you're like, I can't really fuck with Scorpios, <laughs> then guess what? You're not over what that Scorpio did to you. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> you're going there. You're taking it there, huh? Yo, if you asking people, they rising, they moon, all that other shit. Nah. Last person you ask that question to, you're not over. No, nah, no, I'm just saying. Like, it's just things like... <laughs> nah, if they ask that question, um... they're definitely traumatized. <laughs> I ain't fucking with no Pisces. Fuck Pisces. I hear that shit all the time. But anyway. and I, I'm not even going to say you're not over it, but you haven't dealt with it. Let me say that. Like, you haven't dealt with it because it's like, you you know, like, you, you don't... Dang... Ah, God. One of the um, trips I had, and was one of the most important trips I had during quarantine, was like, you know what? And I said this to Josh while we were tripping. Like, yo, we're always used to like... No, it was the very first trip we had in um, our house. Which it was one? off of chocolate truffles. It the was one the, or the two? It was the chocolate. It was the first one that we had. We were okay, literally okay, working on the house and it like creeped yes. up on us. Yes, we didn't work on the house. We ended up not working on the house that day, guys. I worked on my room. I don't know what no, you're you talking didn't. about. No, you I did. didn't. I definitely did. Those no, you didn't. Slayed. Anyway. I'm going to tell you right um, now, y'all ain't work on shit. Boy, <laughs> this boy came down says like, I definitely did. Nah. But anyway. This boy barely works so, but anyway, continue. Anyway, I do. Anyway, so um, one of the main things that um, I'm going to throw this fucking beer at you. <laughs> I'm going Yo, to what is good with you, bro? Like, I didn't even do anything. Yeah, we just had a real introspective I know. moment. I'm like, sorry. Trying He's to throw beer at you. I am. No, nah, that's crazy. He anyway. <laughs> um, you antagonizing him? Yes, no. he is. He is antagonizing I'm me. I'm not antagonizing so, him. So, I'm sorry, I had, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. But I was like, we always talk about the end. We always talk about being done with something. And, you know, we always used to being like through with something and or, or as humans we're used to seeing the end of the story and you know what it is true there are some demons that you're going to deal with in your life that is always going to be there mm -hmm. like there are some things honestly it's not like necessarily about getting over it but it's about dealing with it's it dealing with it yeah. and it's and like if you it. haven't dealt with those mm -hmm. traumas you owe it to yourself the people that you're going to meet the people that you're going to allow into your life to deal to get past those traumas to at least deal with them understand the type of effects that they had Correct. and how you can move through it because you know it's not about like the things that i've gone through they like they, the demons from it always haunt me 
you know, and I'm gonna get very personal on this. Yo, iPod. Junior's spitting crazy. Yeah, Junior's right spitting crazy. This is yours, boy. Take <laughs> hey, it away. Yo, the floor is yours, Maggie. The floor is for yours. Real, I'm for real. Nah, you know, it's like I've been through a lot. It's like you can't let that stuff affect you. You know, like I've been abused on every single level, like bully, sexually, mentally, and it's like you cannot let any of that stuff. Like you got to deal with it. Be honest with those traumas, and I would say. Growing up, I've always been pretty honest with those um, dramas, and it's helped me. Speak your shit. Flowing <laughs> yeah, on it, boy. Thank you for my TED Talk. Nah. Thank you for coming to Man. the TED Talk, everyone. I'll tell you this. As somebody who's been with Junior in those youth groups. Avon, Avon, Avon. He's been saying our name the whole time, I know, bro. Did yeah, I say yeah, it? Yeah. 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 That's my fault. As somebody <laughs> that's been with, with homie throughout these youth retreats, I've had to do the same thing as well. And I'm going to tell you something. His openness and his vulnerability honestly helped so many people, myself included, because it kind of just let us be aware that, yo, this is a guy that's really trusting us with his trauma and saying, yo, this is what I went through. And you guys just know that you guys don't have to be alone in the shit that you're going through as well. And it was very comforting, yo. It was very, you know, heartwarming for a lot of people and shit like that, so... Shout out to you, my guy. Nah, definitely. Shout out to Abon. Shit, know I met God. this boy. I met nah, I met this boy, but me, me and this boy got very, very cool over PlayStation Four. I don't think I ever set the story over the podcast. Nope. But um, yeah, we were playing PS Four one day, and if you know Abon, this boy does not play Modern Warfare at all. He don't play video games. Period. No, I do. So I so 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 to be able to play Modern Warfare and get this man like on a party chat was very very rare. So. That day, I'm going to cut it short. I just, you know, I was like, let me hang out with this dude. Let's yeah. go play pool. And, you know, he was like, fuck it. Let's go. Right? So, ever since that day, one thing I realized about Avon is exactly what um, CeeLo said. Like, he's extremely open. He makes you feel comfortable because he he doesn't care to express how he feels or how he is or what he went through. And it makes you feel comfortable that you can do the same. Yeah, but, like, I don't really believe in, like, being over over it. But I do believe in dealing with it. <laughs> We interrupt this program to bring you a public um, thank you from Avon. Um, you know, I'm just thinking these um, amazing human beings. You better sound like that. You better sound like you're nervous. I'm not saying thank you after CeeLo and I fucking saying amazing I'm things I'm so about sorry. You. I was in my bag. I'm God sorry. God damn, Junior. <laughs> God damn. Do you know I'm the engineer, right? <laughs> Do you know if I wanted to make you sound like Beyonce, I could, right? Would you? For that, <laughs> but anyway, don't do that again, I. Right? Yo, I'm words sorry, to the wise: Bosh. don't piss off your engineer, the person who's talking to editing, man. I'm sorry. It's okay. Bosh, I'll let, let that slide. But next time, you better thank us. You better thank us. I'll think about he it. You guys are sounding real crazy, bro. You gotta, you gotta be careful, all right? Anyway, back, back to, to the, the program. You're not that ass. And making sure that those that it's not affecting your life and making other connections in your life, pretty much. Yo. <laughs> Speaking of, you know, y'all meeting a PlayStation, you know what I can't get over? This nigga's uh -oh. 27 years old. He still uh -oh. suck at video games. That's crazy. That's crazy. We're going there. suck at video games. You dead uh -oh. ass. I definitely don't 27 suck at video years games. Of age, Bro, you How you 27 and don't know how to play 2K? That's I'm not over that. <laughs> 
I'm not over that. Yeah, I'm not over how. Yo, you want to talk about 2K? I'm not over how every time I play the rec center with my guy here, this nigga always, he never passes it to me. I'm not over the fact that CeeLo's character is like 7'4", and he's like 5'2". Yo, why we got to go there? I'm mad that jo that God took away your hairline, and it backfired. <laughs> I'm mad that like I... Like, he dead ass took his hairline talking about, nah, 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 this boy You not over that? You, you know what I'm not over, CeeLo? What you not over? The fact that you can't grow a mustache. That's why I'm not over. Uh... I'm not over the fact that when I first met CeeLo, he probably had maybe 13 strands of hair on his face. Now he only maybe has 14. Yeah. I'm not over the it's fact the that one. I asked CeeLo to make me a hammer that flies back to me and the fucker couldn't. Corny, anyway. fuck y'all niggas. I can't get over how this nigga wears a toupee every fucking time on top of his head <laughs> looking like a mop and shit. You thought that was his real curse? He's lying! Bitch, you can't even see he's on the lying. Top of Those my aren't head. his real curls. You can't even see on the top of my head. But so you know I can't get trapped. over how your head looks like a kneecap. All right, you fuck out of here. That's crazy. <laughs> you know what I can't get over? What? This nigga's goatee. That shit is mad stupid. Take what? that shit off. I fuck your bitch with this goatee, though. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, get over that. Nah. Get over that. I don't understand how fucking Josh is only a size five in women when it comes to sneakers. That's really fucking crazy. So she looks a size two with your knees. Yo, why I gotta be involved so in this one? She looks a size two. Huh? <laughs> Josh, get caught in the cross. Could share a pair of shoes with your niece. I'm not over it. Both yeah. of these motherfuckers could shop in the kids section of all. Uh, you know, fucking Foot Locker. I'm not over it. I'm not over that you could buy their shoes at Youngland. I'm not over it. I'm, I'm not, not over, over how it. you bought a cactus and let it die. But you could buy your clothes at Youngland. How you let a cactus die? I'm over the fact that this ain't over yet. Anyway. <laughs> and it's over. We done. It's over. <laughs> Honestly, no. We got to holler at the hustle, though. Well, no, we real quick. Really we not that. done. Oh, we're not? We're done oh, not. Sure. You want to holler at the hustle. My fault. That's what happens when you miss prep time. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Bloopers. Anyway, really really <laughs> well, you know, you were handling other business, Junior. Me and Josh Yo. thought that it was the healthy thing to do. Right. It's talk about, you All know, right. healthy coping mechanisms All or, you right. know, healthy ways that we can coexist right. with, you know, what we're dealing with. And stuff healthy like that. Healthy ways. Let's see what's a healthy way. Like, you I know, the best way we manage to cope and coexist, you know, we got to, after, you know, we realize that we're not over the situation, what's next? One thing I realized that's very important to have that I have that many people are not blessed to have. I'm going to say it. No, I'm not going to say that again. Is are the friends that I have. I feel like my friends have helped me so much to deal with things that I that I'm not over that I should get over or like, you know, or learning how to like deal with the things that I'm dealing with currently. Like, I feel like my friends have been extremely open to listen and understand what I have to say. And pretty much, pretty much not push me away, but give me advice and say that the path I'm going on is right. Or, you know, you know, be that supporting hand that I need or that supporting anything that I need, you know. So, yeah, I feel like I'm very blessed with the friends that I have. So my advice is find that group of friends or that person that you could really speak to and be honest and open about with your things. Yeah, I was honestly going to say that, like, honestly, talk about it. Yeah, I feel like really talking about it really like helps. If you're going through something, you know, talk about it as soon as you know. It really, you know, it's really helped me. And as soon as something happens to me, I talk about it to someone, at least one person. It's just something that like I can't like. I'm not really good at bottling. You need, you need a confidant of sorts. Yeah. So as soon as something goes down. I'm talking about it. Like, yeah, so that happened. 
Like I'll just I'll just spit it out like, yeah, that, like that randomly too out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah like, so also, um, yeah, this happened. Um, Wait, what? Hold up. Yeah, Playing two K and all. I gotta pause, put everybody yeah. on mute and all that shit. But you know what? Um, <laughs> nah, that's, it is what it is. That's, that's how you really, yeah, express yeah, I really um, I really don't really hold shit in for long. You know, so that is a really good tip. Well, I'll tell you this. I'm the complete opposite. I, I hold everything in. Yeah, 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 he do. Does he? Yeah, he does. <laughs> hey, does he? Well, if we're being honest, you know, sometimes when you're used to doing something for so long, it kind of becomes second nature to do it. So mm-hmm. the best thing you could do is kind of just be aware and really realize why is it that you are the way you are. So I'm honestly trying my best to be as open as I can. I'm not trying to, you know, shut out the world whenever a situation happens. I'm not trying to deal with everything myself like I usually try to do. You know, I'm I'm trying to reach out more, trying to really depend on my support and, and like, the people around me because, you know, y'all really are my people and my fam. So yeah. I trust y'all with a lot of shit. And it's just me personally getting comfortable with the fact that, yo, these are really good people around you. You just got to realize that they just here for your best interests and... Just be comfortable with letting people win type shit. So, just getting comfortable with that. And he's been learning this lesson for years, y'all. Yo, so fact, my my been learning this lesson. I'm gonna tell you something. Every time I don't say shit, shit always goes wrong. So exactly, I was one of those friends. I'd be like, yo, yo, shit just shit just was it was that, not worth bro? it. Miscommunication happened mm-hmm. all the time. Everything gets misconstrued, and you out here just trying to not bother people, and you just end up making shit worse for yourself. So mm-hmm. honestly, it's better to just be open. With with with, exa- with the people you trust. And, so you know. so my question is because I feel like we all had like kind of the same answer to to a certain extent. I guess to the people out there who really don't have anyone. So mm-hmm. like, what can you do if like your first option is not to turn to to someone. to someone? Because like for me, like I said, I feel like I'm privileged and blessed to have the friends that I have. Because it's so easy for me when I'm going through something to be like to turn to to Avon real quick and be like, yo. I'm go- he's my roommate first and foremost so it's like it's so easy just to go upstairs and be like yo I'm going through this you know so like what advice can we give to the listeners out there who really feel like they don't have someone that they can that turn to there, are, there may be some there may be deep in that, that I go through even deep in that personal issues where I feel like I can't necessarily share it with anyone I guess with that I, ju- I, um, I do a lot of recessing like I, I, you know, it's like, and that's hard too, but it's like, at that point, it's like, you really try to find the lesson in what, what it, what it, like what it's all about. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you don't really have any outside source and there are cases that where people, where there aren't, where people don't have any outside sources, it's like, that's where, you know, you really have to rely on self you know, I would recommend meditating. Like, I don't meditate Yo, as I much as to I meditate need like to meditate. OD, like for I, Because it's like, you know, if you really don't, I mean, I talk to people for self-reflection. So it's like, if you don't have anybody else, that means that you really do have to reflect and really do have to be like, yo, what's up? And you have to find the lesson in what you're going through. Because at this point in my life, I'm believing that it's like, you can either go through it or you're gonna learn from it. Dude. So I was gonna say, yo, you need to find your anchor for real, for mm. real. 
Like, I feel like everybody deep down has something that kind of holds them down. Yeah. And yeah. shit like that. So, really indulge and really get into that mm-hmm. so that you don't have these Honestly, situations. Like, honestly. you know, shit like that. But I feel like this is where the real self-love comes in. To discover these answers. Because, you know, we can have our own answers, but everyone's personal. So, Everybody's it's like different. it may not actually work for you. But what Chris said, definitely find <clears throat> your anchor, you know. Something that, you know, that's going to really center you, you know. And, um, you know, that's where self-love really comes in. We think self-love just comes in when we take ourselves to a spa or buy ourselves something. But asking ourselves uncomfortable questions and dealing with subjects like this, that is a very strong root of self-love. And you owe it to yourself to really... Ain't nothing wrong with treating yourself, though. You know, no, treat yeah, yourself. I was about to say that. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Oh, yeah, you definitely know, go treat yourself. yourself. Go buy yourself that item if you go really treat want yourself. It. You that's gonna it. help. No, definitely. definitely because it's like it. you know, it's okay to have, and it's all right if you're not over something. That's totally okay. Correct. That is okay. You know, it's not like oh, like whatever. But if it's to the point where it's affecting your life and how you grow bonds with people, then it's not. You know, but correct. You know, it's still with that said. It's okay to not be okay. Like, you know, but it's something it you got to be definitely honest is, and aware of. Not, yeah. You know? Like, it ain't okay to be stuck. But if you're dealing with something, bro, it's okay you that you're going through that. Yeah. Yo. You know, that's okay. You know, but just be aware about it, you know? And it's like, you know, we can't, you, you can either remain a victim about it or be the hero of your story and really work on it. So. Preach, brother Abel. Yo. <laughs> We we've broken records when it comes to this shit, but hell yeah, take care of your mental for real. For mm-hmm. real. That's a fact. And honestly, it's nobody nobody has. There's no manual when it comes to this type of shit, bro. There's nobody that can tell you exactly how to deal with what you're dealing with. You honestly just gonna have to trust yourself and trust life that you're gonna figure this shit out. Mm-hmm. And you you will, whoever mm-hmm. whatever whoever or whatever it is that dealing with whatever situation and stuff like that. But we're already talking about the mental. We should talk about the physical, and mm. that connects to our Holla at the Hustle. Mm-hmm. Take it away, Josh. I have to take it away? Yeah, yep. take it away, Josh. Who we hollering at today, huh? Drum roll, please. Me and my fellow co-hosts decided that today we are going to shout out our fellow friend, and I would say my nutrition, I guess, guide. It's not the right word to say it. But anyway, she, she helps me with my shit. She helps me with my She's shit. She's your nutritionist. She's my nutritionist. Mm-hmm. She helps me with my nutrition. All right, is my friend Jiry. Um, go Shout check out her Jairi. out. To uh, Shout out her, to you, Jairi. Her Instagram is Healthy Living with Jiry. Uh, Jiry is spelled J A I R Y. Uh, we'll be posting it in the information on our episode, so be sure to check mm-hmm. that out. Um, like I said, yeah, man, she's pretty dope. She helped me a lot. Um, I actually got diagnosed with type two diabetes a year and a half ago. Um, you know, and it's it's been a struggle. Um, but she's definitely helped me with my journey. Um, you know, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I could do better, but it's a little bit different. Now, nah, Jay, you want to talk to him because he low key be fucking up sometimes. That's crazy. And I, oh, nah, but you know, I'm crazy. snitching. But he's honestly, she's it's for your own good. That's crazy. <laughs> but she's passionate about it, y'all. Like, this is something that she truly yeah, does. Yeah, crazy about. passionate. Like, tr- like, she's really just, you know, really into her nutrition and getting other people healthy. So, really, shout out to her, yo. Shout and out what to better you, way to care for people? Than seeing what they eating and exactly. what their nutrition is. Exactly, like. because you know, 
Nutrition, you can't only take care eat. of your mental. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's it has to be it has to be tackled. It has to be a balance. I feel like you can't only take care of your mental. You have to take care of your mental and your physical. Mm-hmm. And if you're only taking care of your physical and you're not taking care of your mental, that's also a problem. Mm-hmm. So it has to be a proper balance. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you're checking. Make sure you're trying to you know check both of them and make sure they're mm-hmm. go, they're both good. You know, so mm-hmm. very important. Very very important. Now, but yeah, shout out to you and shout, shout out, out to everybody that's you know listening. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we kind of got real deep with this. We pro- we kind of did. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I would say we did. That would be more uncomfortable, but you know what? I'm I'm doing alright. It was all right. actually pretty good. It was pretty. I good. think it was the beers. You know. Honestly, honestly, oh. thank you so much, y'all. Please, um. Yeah, is this why girls say? Why do guys not go to therapy and do podcasts? Because that's, that's why because of shit like this. It's because of shit like this. Well, I'm definitely I... gonna keep doing this and not go to therapy. Fuck out of here. Like, this um, is free. Honestly, <laughs> what? But honestly, I... guys, please um. Leave us some reviews. Subscribe to us if you want. Um, hit Apple that Music, follow. Um, Spotify, please hit the follow. Work, keep it real with us. Let us know. You can leave a review. You know, a nice one. Let us know how you feel. And uh, if you not, know. if you don't write any nice ones, we will find you. Follow us on Instagram Facts. on the podcast about nothing. C Lo's line. We're not gonna find you guys. Listen, man. We want. Now nah, we're not reviews. built like that. I forgot yeah, I was supposed to. C Lo's not built like that. <laughs> My yeah, bad. Anyway. That is a dub with two e's. Check us out. And again, if you do have a business or you're an entrepreneur making music or you're making art, you got your own business, especially if you're Bronx space, please slide into our DMs and we will shout you out on our How at the Hustle. Don't be sending us some crazy shit, all right? Work. And, you know, shout out to the surrounding boroughs. You know, Queen, reach out. You know, we have some Queen people reach out to us. Queens. 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 Queens get the Brooklyn, money. Brooklyn, Manhattan. No Staten Island. No Staten Island. That's crazy. Sorry. I know Sorry, friends in Staten dude. Island. Y'all can rock. I'm not going to do that. Oh, I'm doing They're that. They're your friends. <laughs> They're your friends. Not They're mine. your friends. <laughs> they can stay over there. <laughs> They're people of color. Okay, nah, they could come over here. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, there's some, you know, we out there too. I'm All sorry. Right, some of us are out They need to get out That's crazy. They need to get out You dead pulled that. Yeah, you pulled that right I'm just saying, anyway. Love and happiness. Later, my guys. Come to the BX. You're gonna reflect. We see low and bosh and neighbor on the set. We doing something. Over discussions. The podcast up.